0: Well, 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 what's
1: up? nothing. How are you? I have two things on my mind, and I want to bring them both up. Okay, which one's first? Motorcyclists on the highway—they're hot over party. Oh no, they're not. Well, some of them are hot. The way they behave—you're you're in wall-to-wall traffic.
2: Uh huh. Exactly.
1: And they go wall to wall, door to door,
2: <laughs> door to door. Where are the walls and doors that you're seeing on the
1: highway? What would you call the portal through which you enter a car? <laughs> Enlighten me.
2: I don't. Go, so, but, but car hear door. me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. That's a car door for sure. Okay. But you're. <laughs> okay, I'm starting to understand what you yeah. mean. Yeah. To me, oh, I'm thinking. Oh, she walked
0: it back. <laughs>
2: Well, to me, I'm thinking of the highway is within walls, and we are talking that there's traffic from one wall to the next wall, but you're saying- That's also true. Not always. There's not always walls.
1: Motorcyclists, you're sitting in traffic. They do that. (laughs) They're zooming in and out. They're resting on people's cars. Right. They're they're going too fast. They have a death wish, which is iconic.
2: I want to ride motorcycles. What was your second thing?
1: I've been reminded (laughs) of that song- you find out who your friends are. Somebody's gonna drop everything. No one knows that song. Run out. And who cring. sings this? I wanna say Tracy Lawrence. And Tracy I know that's wrong. Lawrence.
2: Who the fuck is Tracy that? Tracy
1: Bird, country singer. Who's
2: that? Tracy Atkins?
1: Tim no. Tim <laughs> McGraw features on it. Uh Oh my Brock god, Brooks this is the monster
2: of country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like a big deal in country music. What, that came this out. is
2: Kanye's monster Somebody's of country. Somebody's
1: gonna drop everything.
2: They do a verse on it. These people,
1: yeah, they are on it. <laughs> That's crazy. What's up with you? We got to get our guest in here, so you got to tell me what's up with you.
2: Oh, um, I overcooked a sweet potato.
1: <laughs> I actually saw that happen. That was really sad.
2: Yeah, it was like really, really neon orange, and that only happens when like you've really kind of overdone it. It looked bad. Yeah, I mean, it, you don't like sweet potatoes. It tasted good. You, you're in a unique position where you don't like the food that I made.
1: Everybody, we are so excited. <laughs> We have a really iconic guest today. Wow, you know her from <laughs> many books, so many books. Meaty. Uh, we Will Never Meet in Real Life. Uh, wow, no thank you. Well, uh, yes, that was the second one. Meaty and no. then. Wow, and no then... thank you is the recent one. Dummy? No. Yes. So, wow, we'll no let we'll her talk about that. You also know her from Writing on Shrill. Please <laughs> welcome Samantha Herbie.
3: <Irby>. Hi. <laughs> Sam. I am so happy to be here. <laughs> Sam, tell him I'm right. What
1: is the order of your books? Meaty. Yes.
3: Then we're never meeting in real life. Oh no. Thank you. Then wow, no, thank you. Oh, thank
1: you. I Shelby the last wins. Two mixed up. Thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank it's you. Thank totally you. It's totally okay. You're so mad. Sam is a, a com- <laughs> completely red and shaking with I anger really right am, now. I
3: am, like, furious. <laughs> I thought this was the kind of podcast where, like, you did research beforehand. <laughs> so... <Yeah. laughs> So I did. guess we're all learning something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did. I did
2: the research. I, I was under Thank the impression shop, that it. I was doing this podcast with someone who was, do, who was kind of meeting me in the
1: same place. <laughs> I bring energy. I bring books. You, you know, I bring a lot. It's a I, podcast, babe. We don't need books. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> <laughs> we in our very first episode, we talked about an episode of Shrill that, that you, you wrote. That you wrote. With Holmes. We talked about the pool party episode.
3: It was... Uh, I don't want to like sound too, you know, like, fruity and nostalgic about it, <laughs> but it was true going like watching that be filmed the writing i mean you guys know like the writing of it was just like panicked crying (laughs) wrote it the night before i was supposed to turn it in Mm -hmm. kind of like that was horrible but then like going and watching it be shot with all those like hot fat bitches and bikinis Mm. was really great like really great yeah
1: and it turned out so iconic
3: turned this out so iconic so that Holmes is adding
2: it to their records
3: oh my god did you see me in the episode that's the real easter egg where yeah. were you i'm at the pool party
1: <sighs> sam i didn't see you
3: <laughs> so now I'm, pissed. I'm not gonna tell you where no, we're um, going to rewatch your it. Homework we're going to kind of to watch it and watch the party closely. And I'm with I'm with Lindy. Lindy and I are together. together. Lindy West.
1: Oh, so... we're going to rewatch and we're going to go nuts in our house. We're going <laughs> to throw our popcorn bowls in the air. We're
3: going frame by frame Please until do, we find like, you. like kick a hole through your TV when we're downloading.
2: Me. We're bootlegging it. Then Good. going frame <laughs> and then going frame Good. by frame through and making sure, every, and we're going to screenshot each one, and then just yep. kind of put together a book. Okay. <laughs> right. And we're going
1: to release that book.
2: Put my name on the cover, and we're going to release that book, and it's gonna, and it's gonna, it's gonna bump you on the ratings of books.
1: <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna skyrocket.
3: I mean, honestly, anything could bump me, like, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> I hovered near the bottom. Uh, but I'm looking forward to reading it. I'll be your first customer. Thank then you. I'll have you guys on my podcast, which I don't, I don't have. I don't have a podcast. <laughs> you but will. But as soon You'll as one. you do, we'll be your <laughs> first guest. As soon as you do.
1: You, Sam, if I could make a podcast for you right now, it would be Sam Irby Cancels America, and you just have on a bunch of guests and you get them canceled. That would be cool.
3: Yeah, I feel like, I mean, <laughs> I'm getting old, and so I feel like, I'm like, I'm at the point in life where I say a lot of shit and I hear it come out and I'm like, Ooh, (laughs) good thing I didn't say that to a young person. I'd be fucked. So you just put me and another like elder millennial or like baby Gen X. What I, I mean I'm about to be 41. I don't really have a generation, but if you put me in another old bitch in a room, we'll both be canceled within minutes. Perfect. We're going to we're going to start our hunt for who that yeah,
2: that old bitch that is be. and okay. we will put you guys in touch. Can you also like produce it and set it up? I don't have any we, of those skills. You know what? I can hit whatever button on GarageBand that you need me to. <laughs> and then in terms of sound quality, <laughs> um,
3: I will figure out... I want it to out. sound like we recorded it in a moving car with the windows sound. Oh, Sam, I'm so good at
2: that. That's yeah, actually... That. That's something that I'm really familiar yeah. with. and something that I can make happen almost without a problem.
3: Do you guys... Have you ever listened to Melissa Broder's podcast? It's called Eating Alone in My Car. No. And, like, you don't have to listen to it. You could... But, like, just the premise, I when I saw it, I was, like, so mad that that wasn't me, that I didn't, like, think of that, because that is the perfect podcast.
1: That is so good. Eating alone in my
3: car. She'll be like, yeah, I'm having a gas station nachos and then talk about whatever for 20 <laughs> minutes. It's amazing.
1: I love that because it really incentivizes eating alone in your car. Like, you'd mm-hmm. be like, this is business. I have to record an episode of the 5. I have I'm to eat alone in the I'm writing
3: this off. I'm writing off the gas, the nachos, the whole thing. The calories. Yeah, all wait. Yes. Do you think you can gone. write
2: all of that off? And you're like, this is this is a business expense?
3: Yeah. According to the accountant I had to get, uh, because... <laughs> okay, Brad, the, I- uh, the IRS came and knocked on the door. I had no. to...
2: Knocked on your physical door or just kind of gave you a phone call?
3: No, no, they send letters only. That's like the IRS thing. So, like our okay, brag. I've never been addressed by (laughs) them, so I don't know. Oh, that's what they do? I have no concept. (laughs) (laughs) Next. So our, like, sweet, like, hippie yoga mailman, like, knocked on the door. It was the middle of winter. And he was like, hey, Sam. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I'm thinking, like, he's got my Sephora box. And he was like, I need you to sign for this thick envelope from the IRS. You've been served. Yeah, you've been served. He said you've been served. They are, but unlike Omarion, he did not, like... (laughs) You know, dance for me. I was
2: hoping you were going to reference the film, and you didn't disappoint. Oh, I
3: saw it opening night in the theater (laughs) with a bunch of teens. I think I was the only adult, and like they were all like, "Mm." and I was like, I love Omari. I'm sorry, I will dance you out of this theater. (laughs) I was like, you want to step to me? And they were like, yeah, (laughs) grandma. And I was like, just kidding, just kidding. Just let me sit in the uh, handicap seat and I'll leave you (laughs) alone. They were like, actually, that's where I was about to make out. What the fuck? (laughs) But the IRS letter was, it was very nice. They're very nice. It's always like, hey, we think you forgot to pay some taxes. We think you overlooked $10,000 or whatever. And so then... I got, I got on a payment plan, I just finished paying off the IRS, actually. Dude. I feel oh my God. very proud.
1: Congratulations. Okay. Thank you.
3: Fireworks, fireworks. <laughs> confetti, confetti. How do you, uh,
2: we, poof, poof, poof. we didn't do the research on the IRS stuff or we would have come prepared with like confetti and
3: stuff. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, the c- the confetti is getting the email that was like, you're paid off. See you next year. Don't they should happen do again. that
2: in a fun way. They should have that email be with, you know like on right. iPhones how you could send with like lasers and stuff? Yeah. Their emails for when you get paid off, should have like fun.
3: Some I want some IRS lasers. I that deserve would be so it.
1: Cool, Sam. I deserve look, it. We brought you here for a reason. We want uh, to ask you.
2: Yes. If you were creating your own golden records for space, what are you putting on it?
3: The first thing I'm putting on it is the book Gone Girl. Here we go. The book, not the
2: movie.
3: So. I loved the movie, but I, despite the fact that I think that it was horribly miscast. I don't think that she was the right Amy and like Ben Affleck was all right, but it, it could have been, it could have been somebody else. It's not who I pictured when I was reading it. If you could cast it yourself, who are you, who are you putting in? okay so i would i love this question patrick wilson (laughs) yes would be the dude right because he's like good looking but like that kind of sociopathic good looking where you're like is he (laughs) will he chop me into a million pieces and like the answer is yes
2: yeah you meet patrick wilson at a bar and you're like I, he's either cool and nice and a good guy who cleans himself well, or he's American Psycho. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I gotta ask Sam, have you seen, I don't, did I watch it with you? The Patrick Wilson, Kerry Washington, and Samuel L. Jackson movie, Lakeview Terrace?
3: You know I did, where Samuel <laughs> Jackson was the neighbor. Yeah, he's a cop who hated like... interracial. <laughs>
1: <life>. <laughs> okay, I have the theory that, so. Samuel L Jackson in Lakeview Terrace plays a cop who hates interracial couples. <laughs> and then the flip side of that, the exact like opposite of it tonally is um that rom-com, guess who? With Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher.
3: Oh, I never watched that, but yes, I can ima- I can see those being like inverse versions.
1: He also hates of each other. his daughter being in an interracial couple, but it's just like goofy <laughs> instead of like he has a gun.
2: <laughs> and then just to bring it back, who's playing Amy?
3: Who's yes. playing opposite Patrick Wilson? <sighs> this is harder, but I you know how like Reese Witherspoon has that like remember like election where you're like she's cute but i'm scared of her like she is very good at that i feel like she would be a good amy she has to have like a bouncy blonde ponytail that's what she has in the book you want
2: to give reese witherspoon more work right now nobody's working as much as reese witherspoon i know she's an i mean
1: but technically this is like Eight years ago.
2: Well, but if we're casting it right now, we're casting it right now. Who? But who else is like chipper? I'm open to it being Reese. But didn't she get like three Emmy noms this year? Yeah.
1: <laughs> let me, she let has me, a bitch. million
3: kids. She,
2: she, she needs, needs the money. To. Yeah, one of them's really little too, but other ones are old. Mm-hmm. And that just has me a little confused because I don't know how she's still doing that. How do you have a kid that's like in college and you're managing that vibe? Plus an infant who you're like making things out of pipe cleaners with.
1: Oh, you have a lot of help.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I have a
1: sister who is
3: my sisters are 20, 17, and 15 years older than I am. Okay. A baby. You're the baby. I am the babiest baby. Like I have every baby tendency times a million because (laughs) the age difference was so huge. But uh, my mom basically was like Black Reese Witherspoon, except <laughs> poor and sick. Um, and she, I mean, basically she just didn't sleep, right? Like she had a baby. She was a nurse, and like my 20-year-old sister wasn't like helping. She was like, "I want to fuck guys and get drunk." And my mom's like, "Oh, okay, you okay. know." So
1: you gotta respect it. <laughs> yeah. Your sister's She's on like, it
3: cool cool you do that and i'll have this baby so i mean you know i feel it and also i mean the answer is that reese has like nannies
1: right there we go exactly which is why her kids
3: will not grow up to be like comedy writers (laughs) because they're well adjusted
2: and cared for i don't know one of them's one of them's presently a music producer
1: and one's a model
3: so they're oh really? the vi- they're okay. vibing <laughs> they're out here yeah. vibing yeah they're having the life that we deserve the three
1: of us sam let me put this back to you yes casting amy i i think this is a similar vibe to what you're talking about what about christina applegate
3: oh yes <laughs> what if you're dead right? to oh, me no no <laughs> Dead, Dead to is me is so good. It's so oh, good. yeah. She would be perfect.
1: She has that scary thing behind her eyes.
3: Uh-huh. You know who else I think would be good? Margot Roby.
1: Uh, oh, She's
2: Wait. beautiful. I was going to say, she's really
3: hot. Almost oh, too okay. hot for Amy. But she's so beautiful, but I could see her having, like... She's so talented. A dark, sadistic interior.
2: Well, yeah, wasn't she an I Tonya? Wasn't that her whole vibe? Mm hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> she also was like a little cr- crazy. That's the story of Tonya Harding.
3: <laughs> I think she's like a really good actress. I really like her. Do you think the listeners
2: will be weird about how I just pronounced Tonya?
1: <laughs> I was wondering why you said Tonya. Because uh, it's spelled that way. Sure.
2: And I'm just wondering if you guys think people are gonna be mean to me about it online. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I hope so. Because I chose not to dive into it, but I was like, I hope the listeners get her on this.
2: I Tonya, I said, and I and I heard it, and you guys heard it, the listeners will have heard it. I just want that I want to make a a plea out.
1: Sam, are you feeling unsafe around Shelby? Because I am.
3: The Tanya Harding stands are coming for
1: us all. <laughs> We're all done if they have something to say about it.
3: Okay, so the book Gone Girl yeah okay i i read a lot of thrillers i feel like people always shit on thrillers but the only kind of
2: books i can read
3: i mean truly (laughs) i need a reason to turn the page right Right. like as somebody who writes books that should be used as compost i will say that (laughs) thrillers they're they have they get such a bad rap but like it's all anybody really actually reads. So it was, there's a twist, and I truly was, like, shocked by the twist. I gotta say, I'm a person who never sees the twist coming. Right. I saw The Sixth Sense, and at the end was like, oh, shit, our house phone is ringing. Started <laughs> to be doing this podcast from the year 1998. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> But, like, the twist happened, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, it got me. Um, and I feel like I can never get, and you can never have that moment again. When I saw The Sixth Sense at the end, I was, like, the one person in the theater who didn't know he was dead. <laughs> oh, my I was God, like, spoiler. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was like, Oh, my God. And the people around me were like, shut up, stupid. So, (laughs) gone, girl. I had that same experience when the twist happened, and I feel like it still means a lot to me. No book has shocked me as much since then.
1: So, You want aliens to experience the, like, raw...
3: Yeah, I want aliens to feel the... I'm going to say it in, like, a book blurb way. Like, the pulse-pounding reveal. Oh, my gosh.
2: (laughs) Do you want... How many copies are you sending out? Like, are they all sharing one copy?
3: Are they... Well, I mean, she sold a lot so yeah. we don't really need to like bump her sales i'll cool, send my guy cool cool, cool cool cool, cool. <laughs>
2: jillian flynn if you're listening <laughs> sorry girly it's over <laughs> sorry, <girlie. laughs> we are getting one we're we're scanning the pages of a book we already bought <laughs> and then we're i'm
3: that emailing them it. my kindle yeah. version i'm sending Here them a pdf go, of <laughs> yeah. you know
2: when there were teachers and this was actually yes. dope because it was like so that people didn't have to buy the textbook but where they would just like scan the pages you needed yeah. And you could barely read You were like this is, <laughs> you did a bad job Like this is nice and thank you yeah. alternatively Thanks for I have saving to me the money but $200. I can't see this But this doesn't cut it I don't know yeah. what I'm looking at The page numbers are confusing I appreciate you But ultimately you've hurt me In another
1: way <laughs> so, Sam I have seen the movie Gone Girl I have not read the book That's how I choose mm-hmm. to live my life Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, something that sticks out to me from the movie is, obviously, I'm not unique in this way, the cool girl monologue. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Was this in the book? Did it hit as hard?
3: Yes, it's in the book. And it happens right after the twist. So first you're like shocked. And then you're like, oh, wow. And then she does the cool girl rant. And you're like waving your you know lesbo fist in the air like go girl go on girl (laughs) (laughs) go girl get gone get gone girl (laughs) get
0: gone
3: girl like she's really spinning some truths (laughs) yeah well so
2: are you what do you want the aliens to take away like are they on her side are they on his side are they on no one's side
3: every man for themselves Well, here's where I get my feminism card taken away. Uh I was on his side when I read the book. Well, he ultimately didn't do anything psychotic.
2: Right. And she, in a big way, did. Now, (laughs) (laughs) um, and, and take away what she did to him, which is truly, I mean,
0: unwell yeah. weird unwell, bad weird, vibes crazy.
2: psycho 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 crazy crazy but also what she does to in the movie neil patrick harris i forget his name oh yeah where is his name is that his name why did i think that
3: no but it doesn't matter he has, Let's such go a, Percy. He has
2: a weird name in it
3: can we agree mm-hmm. to that yes
2: i'm gonna google it you know I'm what i you
3: know what i think about when i think about him in the book Um, when she goes to his house, like she described his mother is there. He's not in the movie and she describes her as smelling like intensely vaginal. And I had to like, (laughs) think about what that, like, what is that smell? And I couldn't. It depends
1: if she's
2: healthy or not.
3: Well, yeah. I'm (laughs) like, is it a yeasty? Yeah. What is, what what is is it?
1: Kind of like a subway smell. Subway <laughs> way it? after they bake the bread because if
3: she's yeah.
2: healthy like, a deeply vaginal smell is really
3: subtle yeah <laughs> i'm like is them. it fishy what is so i was like obsessed with what the mom must smell like his name was desi desi Desi. Which desi isn't person, actually a
2: weird thing. name but it is weird for a white guy that looks like neil patrick harris
1: yes can i tell you guys something yeah. Yes. When Sam, when you said deeply vaginal, here's this is what my gay brain came up with. You said deeply vaginal smell, and here's where I was taken. When I he said
2: subway, the subway, not the restaurant, not bread, not bread. (laughs) The nasty rat infested, flooded subway of New York City was his first. That was the second
1: thought. The first thought, actually, which I haven't said until just now, this is a big reveal, is. I moved into a fraternity house my sophomore year of college, oh and my when my God. mom moved me in, we smelled something so rancid, and we went to the kitchen to find it, and we realized the guys from the previous semester had left the leftover fish from the fish fry in the bottom of the refrigerator for about oh. two months, mm. and it was rotting so bad. And to Caleb, house,
2: that's a deeply vaginal, that's a deeply vaginal, vaginal
1: scent. smell. <laughs> Caleb hates cool? women. I mean. Is that anti women? Is that <laughs> yeah, anti people no. vaginas?
3: Really? No. I, I would mean, say culturally. Ha- culturally, though, haven't we sort of just like the insult is that you know you smell like fish? Thank right. you,
1: Sam. Thank you, Sam. And well, I'm a product so what of I'm the, the culture. Is,
3: I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is that culturally, the insult
2: taught. is you smell like fish. Then yes. to say deeply vaginal is inherently fish <laughs> is an insult to women by that logic. Yes.
1: Yes, I love
2: women. Not anymore,
1: properties <laughs> I love whatever. women, and I don't know how vaginas smell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I knew for like two years. Um. Ooh, now that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and came up with straight from 2011 to 2013 ish. Ish. Yeah. That was um, anyway. Sam, we have talked so long about Gone Girl. We wanna <laughs> know what else you'd put on there. Okay. I would.
3: Here's where I get my feminist lesbian card back. Uh Take it right I back. would put on there a Tori Amos live bootleg cassette. Do you <laughs> youngsters even know what a cassette is? Yes, I know what a cassette. cassette is. Is. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs>
2: Just yeah, Sam. We've tongue. been to the history museum. <laughs> we've been to museums,
3: babe. We're <laughs> <More> cultured, babe. <laughs> oh, you guys are the best. Um, <laughs> uh, because I I want to send that because I want the aliens to know lesbian pain uh, and <laughs> thank you <laughs> deep feelings. Um, and I feel like when I was in high school, there was definitely like an underground, like, I mean, somebody listening to this is going to be like, oh my God, all her friends are white, but, uh... (laughs) And for them listening, is that true? (laughs) A lot of them, um, especially (laughs) in high school. (laughs) But uh, I like my friends and I used to like pass around. I had never been to a Tori Amos concert or any concert really in high school. But people would get like would hand out recordings from her shows, and I was a huge fan. And so it, met, it like, imprinted her, like, her first album, Little Earthquakes, like, imprinted on me. And to hear her live, I have since seen her live. And, she you know, she humps the, the, the piano the bench, bench and, like, does all sorts of, like, nonsense. I'm obsessed with her. I feel like the aliens need to know.
2: So it's actually her Tory. second album because she was in... <sighs> the band why can't she was the front woman for why can't tori read
3: oh yeah in the 80s.
1: <laughs> and oh yeah,
2: she, yeah the yeah. first album was why can't tori read by why can't tori read in 1988 it really
1: tackles oh a lot of important cultural issues <laughs> in that album like you know why can't tori read and why can't they
3: spell why can't, sort of can't tori read right? i know it was just a Y, right yeah it's why
2: the and can't. then can't with a k Oh, God. And then Tori Reed is spelled correct. Tori's name is spelled right, and Reed is spelled, um...
3: Imagine like if the, she had just, book. like, stayed
2: with that band. We'd never have heard of her. <laughs> yeah, because that... I mean, nobody Mm-mm. listening has heard of Why Can't Tori Reed. No.
1: Tori <laughs> Reed? More like Tara Reed. No, we were heard of Tara Come on, no! We heard of Tara <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a sexy piece. <laughs> now we've heard of Tamarine. Sam, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry that we did that. Look, um, I listened. Okay. Tori Amos, live at Spotify. I think it's like 2014. The interviewer says to her, you know, she she does what she does. She says like, um, my voice, no, 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 or whatever. And then she sings. And then the interviewer says, <laughs> "What? you were one of the, you know how she like, she's like, when she sings, she's real like, she's real like. <laughs> she, she, her voice goes a
3: little. Oh yeah, she, she does do that she, like, baby talk, contorts and like. Okay, yeah, it's like what you think a fairy talks like, <laughs> you know. She,
1: she said, she were, she said, I feel like when I'm performing, I'm a witch and a mermaid or something like that. She was like, she feels very haunted by. It. Okay, and but, to
2: her, witches and mermaids are constantly having sex with benches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Always. Almost explicitly. It's
2: the only
3: way they can orgasm. Yeah,
1: is with a bench. But my um, real point was, the interviewer said, and I don't know, okay, he said, like, Tori, you were one of the first people to stream your a single from your album online for anyone to listen to before the album came out. Do we know this? That's crazy. I didn't. She was one of the first people to stream, like, openly on the internet a single from the album before the album came out for people to listen to. Isn't that crazy? Wow.
2: And now Charlie Pooth is putting clips on TikTok.
1: <laughs> and, and he is hot. He's Charlie Puth, very you're into.
3: hot. My
1: God. He could get it anyway.
2: I'm into Charlie Pooth too, but I thought Caleb was explicitly not.
1: Whoa. I don't know why I, I thought that. that. I
2: think it's because once <laughs> I told you that I consider him and Sean Mendez to be in competition with one another and at no for no reason i think that but i do think that in my
3: heart <laughs> and you got angry about it well now.
1: sam i'll bring you in on this here's my <laughs> thoughts
3: i don't think they're like charlie Puth is sexy and sean mendez he de- i don't feel like <laughs> sex energy from him this is so gross i'm like somebody's mom <laughs> talking about a sexy baby i'll say this both of them could get it from me if they wanted it they both
2: could but charlie Puth is like <laughs> neither of them do i think both of them secretly would like secretly or otherwise would like to be fucking men but if they were to come to me and say please please i beg both of them would get a yes from me
1: charlie mm-hmm. Puth is like funny cute, in on the joke sexy sean mendez is like vapid like <laughs> like spacey like I know he's just always walking around with his arms open like he's just like a strange (laughs) Shawn Mendes is not present mentally Mm -hmm. and that's hot in some ways anyway oh I love a himbo (laughs) (laughs) Sam Mm -hmm. Sam tell us who are your celebrity crushes across the board
3: oh my god well okay well one of them we're gonna talk about Okay, okay we'll that's huge. That. So save that. Yeah, I'll save that one. Um, my biggest, well, I have so many. I love Forrest Whitaker. But yes. But that's, let me explain, It's he's like, he's, I think he's cute, but he also is just like so gentle and nice and I really love that. Yes. Um, who else do I love? I mean, I'm gonna tell you all my gross ones. I fucking love like Tommy Lee Jones. No, I like a my grizzled... mom's a big Tommy Lee Jones head. <laughs> I'm your mom. I love a grizzled. <laughs> I love a grizzled old white man. He's he's the king of the grizzleds. Yeah. Um. Who else? What about do Dwight I... Yoakam?
0: My
2: mom's a big Dwight Yoakam head too.
3: No. <laughs> she's right. gonna listen not, to this Sam. and
2: she's gonna be she's gonna call me and be like i think he is you
3: didn't know him when he was hot <laughs> uh speaking of gone girl i do like ben affleck there I'm it is not only... that's a bummer but Folks, ultimately we still why? like you we
1: got her i don't know we got Murby.
3: <laughs> he you loves know coffee that's true. He looks really good with a beer. He's always carrying too many things. Yeah, I love I love a pack mule. I don't <laughs> ever want to carry anything. So I, if I see I a mean, man carrying shit, I'm like Oh, somebody I could offload my shit <laughs> to. Do you know the
2: the Shell Silverstein book where the guy's carrying all the books and it's like in an S shape and they're walking? Uh-huh. That's Ben Affleck going to the grocery store. That's Ben Affleck going to the bathroom. That's I Ben Affleck him. Going from the living
3: room to the bedroom. Oh, I love him. You know who I really fucking love? Jude Law. Mm, we on, do no. not talk enough about how <laughs> hot we. Jude he had his moment. Law is. I'm what, getting excuse horny. Excuse me it's still his moment
2: shall I'm not saying, no, no 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 you're misunderstanding okay. me you're misunderstanding me i misrepresented what i meant
0: through this i was saying culturally
2: you. we gave him his due and then we stopped it's not that he stopped earning it it's that we stopped uh-huh. giving it but we did give it to him for a minute
3: mm-hmm. yeah right? yeah we did we really did for we a did. second it was
2: like jude law jude law jude law and then he did that thing with like a nanny or something didn't he cheat and we were all like Come on, Jude. Oh, yes,
1: he
3: got Jude. with the nanny.
0: <laughs>
1: cool if you're the
3: nanny though. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh my goodness. Seriously. <laughs> oh my God. I watched did you guys watch that Tiger Woods documentary? No. No. I'm still team e- Elon Ellen. El- well, yeah. You're so not- me too. Although <laughs> I feel bad for him. When you see like the backstory, it's kind of sad but she was just like his rich friend's nanny and i'm like such a piece of shit uh like they were talking about how he just saw her and was like i want to be with her and the first thing i thought was she's so lucky <laughs> <laughs> like imagine you're watching you're watching somebody's like badass kids and then the like most popular and richest athlete is like hey you let me buy you a mansion. That's incredible. That
2: is incredible. And
3: then she chased him with golf clubs. Yeah. Because he got high and was fucking everybody.
2: I have a Tori Amos comment <laughs> question. Comment question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you know I was, you know, doing some research as I've claimed to do. And um, <laughs> there was a WWE fighter, no. uh, Mick <laughs> Mankind Foley, <laughs> who says that Winter... From Little Earthquakes, the song Winter, was the song that moves him like no other. And that preparing for a match in Japan, that's the song he listened to. And looking back, that's probably the performance he's most proud of. And he gives it up for the song. And now he volunteers with Rain consistently because it's her a charity she's involved with. He like has dedicated his life to Tori Amos because his best fight was after he listened to Winter by Tori Amos.
3: That's the greatest story I've ever heard. And I believe him.
1: <laughs> I believe him. Uh, you got to know, too, for anyone who doesn't know Mick Foley, Mick Foley, Mankind. Um, mm-hmm. I love Man, him. Whatever, he's the kind of wrestler that doesn't just go out and, like, like, wrestle normal. He, like falls on a bed of tacks he like throws himself off a 50-foot cage yeah yeah
2: and he's listening to Tori Amos before yeah but you can tell he has like a sweet soul well he said perhaps it would have been a great match without Winter but I doubt I'd still be thinking about it 15 years later
0: oh my god
2: (laughs) it's the most romantic like add him to my add him to
3: my crush (laughs) list He is. Remember when he used to like walk around with the sock on his hand? Yes. And have the sock do
1: interviews. (laughs) Sam, before we get to the rest of your album and the rest of the episode, we do need to take a break. Oh, welcome, bark! Welcome back. Welcome, bark! If I was a dog, I would say, "Welcome, welcome bark!" bark. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, I can't get into a dog impression. I, it, it, it'll be too good. We, Eat. <laughs> we need to. We need to. Sam, we need to talk you, to you about something. Okay. One of the things <laughs> they the included on records. the original Golden Records is called Navajo Night Chant.
3: Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, hey.
1: Wow. (laughs) I will say this. If there's a star of the Navajo night chant, it's it's Drum Guy. It's the drums. Drum Guy was going (laughs) fucking off. He said, bump, bump. I hope the vocalist is not listening.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're about to get an angry email. And a from one star vocalist. rating from, from the, the vocalist. head of the Navajo choir mm-hmm. from a
1: Navajo vocalist. I liked it. What did you guys think? Banger or no?
2: I think it's a banger, but I don't know if it's meant to be. So I feel like I don't know if I
3: can say that. Yeah. Like, what if it's a religious thing and like calling it a banger is the worst thing you can say? Uh,
1: I hope that's <laughs> not I'm the so case.
3: nervous to say something culturally inappropriate well here's what i'll
2: say so you're the aliens they don't know culturally what's up this this is just people of earth so we are all to them
3: one big culture which is actually gorgeous oh then i would say yes if aliens understand what a banger is that is one (laughs) well we're gonna make sure they do
1: (laughs) One of the items included on the original record sent into space is a track called Night Chant by the Navajo Indians, and it was recorded by Willard Rhodes.
2: As it turns out, it is a religious song.
1: The Navajo Night Chant religious ceremony is performed in the late fall or winter.
2: It's a healing ceremony to heal the presumed sick.
1: It involves masks, a sacred bundle, and sand paintings.
2: It also involves heat. Extreme heat. Some just covered in blankets. Others sat on the coals of what was once a fire and then covered in blankets. This is to sweat out whatever illness
1: they had. The Navajo Night Chant is a nine-night ceremony that is believed to date from around 1000 BCE.
2: What you just heard is the first of all of the chants
1: for this specific ceremony. The night chant is supervised by medicine men, and it is their job to insist that every single thing be done the exact same way each time the ceremony is performed. Every line in the sand painting, every verse of every song, and so forth.
2: In the night chant, you'll hear yay or yai. These are the spirit deities of the Navajo people. It translates to God, or genius. Genius.
1: The Navajo Night Chant is considered to be one of the most sacred of all Navajo ceremonies. It's one of the most difficult and demanding to learn because it involves the memorization of hundreds of songs, dozens of prayers, and several very complicated sand paintings.
2: While the song is religious, we continue to contend it is still a banger.
1: Religious songs, it has been said, can sometimes still be considered
2: bangers. bangers. To me... Some bangers bang so hard
1: that they become religious. religious. I will say this. At first, listen, no disrespect intended to anybody. It's a banger. It's a banger to me for now. I'll change my mind Mm -hmm. later if I turn out to be wrong. But for now, it bangs. And if it came on in the club, I would shake my ass. I'll I'll
2: say this. Here's the thing. I do think it's going to end up being okay when we do our research. Why do I think that? Because they have so many different chants on the records that are like, war chant. And this one's just night. They're pretty descriptive in their titles and they're usually like what it's for. And if this yeah. is just for the night, the night is for the freaks. We're here to come and have a good yes. time.
1: Okay, I'm with it. Night is for the freaks, universally.
2: Kesha said that, I think.
1: If you're not a freak and it's dark out, you better stay the fuck home. <laughs> <laughs> across cultures, oh, across history... When it's daylight out, you can wear your suit and tie. When it's night out, <laughs> the freaks get to party.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a place downtown where the freaks don't come. That's Kesha. Kesha sings. There's a
1: place downtown. What does the rest of it go? Sam, do you know this song?
3: No, I there's a whole
1: know wall. much Kesha. It's a dirty
2: free for all. Come on, turn me on. That. Mike, replace me with Kesha. <laughs>
1: Sam said she doesn't know much Kesha so I don't know, I don't Kesha.
2: know much Kesha <laughs> I'll say I it now. I do and I am I'm proud of it
3: <laughs> it was it's not intentional it's just there's too much shit to keep up with yes yeah listen I can't. I'm a Kesha
2: fan I hope she's listening
3: mm-hmm. if she, she is, is I've been to
2: three of your concerts
3: that's devotion. Yeah. I've seen Gaga twice. Uh, I've seen Gaga and once. Beyonce a few times.
1: I don't You like know who concerts. I've
3: seen the most?
1: Madonna. Madonna. Mm-hmm. I once went
3: to a Pussycat Dolls concert, and
2: I, <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> you think it's bad? Were the tickets free? Yes, but it does get okay. worse, and you guys aren't, I think, ready, f- thinking that it could get worse. But I sat two rows behind my mom and her friends. Okay. At a Pussycat Dolls concert, which is a strip show, really. And then mm-hmm. six rows in front of my dad who was on a date with a woman who was previously my babysitter. <laughs> oh
1: man. Oh, man. Just...
2: <sighs> <laughs> so that was my experience at the Pussycat Dolls concert. And I watched them.
1: If you be turned naked. that concept in for <laughs> at a writing job for a tv show they would they say, would too say yeah, too they far-fetched. would say
3: it's too much it's unbelievable
2: that it's real i was with like four friends too and they were kind of like are you do you want to stay and i was like yeah <laughs> i like i like what's up
0: i love what's going on
2: <laughs> my mom's gonna hear this she listens to the podcast oh she's gonna God. say
1: hmm. <laughs> sam look we're not here to talk about us we're here to talk about what else you would put on your records
3: What's okay. lucky number 3? A DVD of Mission Impossible Fallout.
1: Wow, here we go. Tell us about it. Tell us what for someone who hasn't seen it. Tell us what it's about.
3: Um, it's about the greatest movie star of my generation, oh, no. Tom
1: Cruise. <laughs> She's taking stances. This
2: is her Tom crush. Cruise. This is who she was going to say was her crush that mm-hmm. we were going to talk about.
1: Oh my god. I
3: love him so much. Here's a okay. Like, we don't have to get into the Scientology of it all. I think we do. I Frankly, no, I don't, I think don't can. understand it. <laughs> I don't
1: think we
2: can.
3: I don't understand what it is. I know there's, like, speaking of aliens, I know there's, like, an alien yeah. overlord or demon or something. I don't feel safe I, talking about Scientology on the podcast. Yeah, me neither. We got to—no, they will— I had a friend who like drove too slowly past Mm -mm. the Scientology Center and like looked inside and they sent a mailer to his house. And I was like, how? And he was like, they must have taken a picture of my license plate. Please, Tom Cruise, if you hear this, do not do that to me.
2: Please, but I'm so afraid of what they're going to do to this podcast. Yeah, but I hope they at least listen
1: (laughs) out of respect for Shelby and Sam's caution. I'm not going in on Scientology right now, but if I was solo, I would go in.
2: I don't those people. (laughs) They have so much money and power. They can kill us
3: and get away with it. I don't. That's why I think the aliens need to know about their supreme leader. (laughs) Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, yeah, who is the? He's like, he and Julia. they're he's like the last. You are great not putting her on.
1: This. Is Julia Roberts a Scientologist? <laughs>
3: no, no, she's putting them on the same
2: stars. tier. She's saying Julia Roberts <sighs> and Tom Cruise are the best movie stars of, of a
1: generation.
3: No, 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 no. they're Tom not the best. Crying. They're not the best. There are better. Also, like, the NAACP is going to kick me out for saying, for, like, <laughs> elevating these white people when I should be talking about, like, Cicely Tyson. But uh, Tom Cruise, let's just stick to Tom Cruise. No Julia Roberts. Tom Cruise is a bona fide movie star. Yes. And. Sure. Mission Impossible. <laughs> Show <Shelby>, me! <laughs> I'm right. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Mission Impossible Fallout specifically, it like so obviously cost a billion dollars to make. The stunts are incredible. But he does There's those a himself. fight. Yes, there's this fight, oh also Henry Cavill is in it who Ooh. I would let him split me like a wishbone
1: <laughs> <have to> stop <laughs> not split me like a wishbone I agree yeah you're not he, wrong, but Jesus
3: yeah <laughs> I'd let him fuck me in the middle of a daycare <laughs> with the lights on <laughs> he's oh my god, he's so fine <laughs> You would do jail time for that.
2: <laughs> she, she said, I'll register as a sex offender
3: for it. Sam, why are you walking so far away from that school? Oh, oh. never mind. Henry Cowell, it's Campbell. my deal.
0: shot
2: oh. one opportunity, and I took it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't park the car here. There's a middle school over there. I can't. Um, I had I had 15 minutes of a good time, and now (laughs) I ruined my own life to fuck Henry Cavill. Worth it. (laughs) Uh, He's he's in it. Ruin it for Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's in it. He's so hot. Angela Bassett is in it. There's this fight that they have in. A men's bathroom. It's Tom Cruise, Henry Cavill, and this other guy. And they Henry Cavill throws this dude through a mirror, and it's the hottest thing I've ever seen. And it's like good fighting and helicopters. It's great.
1: Speaking of people who could split me like a wishbone, Angela Bassett. (laughs) Mm. Angela Bassett could have me any way she wanted. She's hot.
3: Me too. She is hot. She's hot in this movie.
1: Um, what do you think the actual budget for Mission Impossible Fallout was?
3: 100 million.
1: More. <gasps> Are you looking at it? I have it. Yeah, I have it in front of me.
3: 150 million? More. 300 million?
1: No. <laughs> Less. <laughs> 200 million? It was $178 million. It looks like it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's what it takes. But what's crazy is that he refused to get someone. They could pay for someone to do his stunts, and instead he broke his leg.
1: Well, he's little. Little men act like that. He
2: broke his (laughs) leg
1: doing a stunt in the movie. (laughs) That's how little men behave. Little men
3: act like that. They do. Oh, no. And the thing where he uh, breaks his ankle or whatever, Uh like you can tell, it's an incredible stunt. Yeah, and he finishes the
2: shot. Listen. Yeah, I'm not I'm not in your position where I'm like, let's all fuck Tom Cruise. But what I will say (laughs) is it's awesome that he finished the shot. Yes, he climbed up the side of the building with a broken leg and he was like, gotta get the shot, babe.
3: (laughs) I mean, he's incredible. I cannot comment about his beliefs. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Well, can you can you sam <laughs> but though? he
3: does believe in making good movies see how i saved that
1: <laughs> <laughs> can you comment on his covid rant from set a couple weeks ago okay i
3: it was i've cool. been trying to stay off twitter because it's a toilet but i saw like people <laughs> reacting badly to that and i was like that's what you want to hear yeah, I want to hear somebody screaming at people to keep their masks on. Yeah. So that I may have the next Mission Impossible movie that much sooner. Now, I loved it. I was like he he just seems like a guy who cares. If you don't read the weird stuff about him and you only read the positive things about how he like sends people cakes and you know what here I'm gonna say this is the most controversial thing I'm gonna say today really worse than fucking in front of
0: kids (laughs) cannot be I gotta tell
2: ya more controversial than I'd fuck in front of a couple kids
3: (laughs) they gotta learn sometime um (laughs) fuck that stork shit kids I'm gonna show you where you actually came from um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're like ew i wish i was dead now i don't want to see where i came from um
2: the way those kids go home the next that day they <laughs>
3: go How is was daycare and they say well, well i saw something mom get me a get me a cold milk it's gonna be a long <laughs> night i gotta tell you some sit things. down before
1: i tell you no i'm sorry what is your actual controversial take
3: that I thought the couch jumping incident was sweet. I was about to ask you about that and it's interesting and that that's not, your take. <laughs> not unhinged. I just seemed
2: like a guy. <laughs> you have to at least contend that it was sweet and unhinged. There's no way. That's it was sweet hinged. and unhinged. It's not yeah. hinged. It's off yeah. hinges.
3: He just seemed like he was very happy to have found a woman.
2: Well, he had found before and, and he'll and have me to too. find again. So am I. Oh well <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sam just announced a divorce.
3: <laughs>
1: all right. And the tabloids are gonna go crazy with this one.
3: I'm gonna send you a picture of me jumping on the couch in a minute. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> it's possible for all those reasons. If you haven't seen it, run, don't walk. And if you're an alien And order it
1: (laughs) It's coming to you Via Sam Irby It's coming to space
3: Yeah I'm gonna be like This is the crowning Achievement of our Species This movie
1: Would you give the aliens A viewing experience Along with it Like would you say It has to be in theaters It has to be home alone Like what's the
3: Well I would say In a theater Except I feel bad saying that Because we can't go to a theater And I haven't been to a theater In a year and a half so if the aliens, well, they can rent one out. Yeah, yeah. The aliens can rent a theater and go and go see Mission Impossible. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> lots of popcorn with butter. <laughs> I don't play that. No butter shit. Yeah, Thank well, you. that's insane. On and What's the should. point of it? <laughs>
2: um, yes. Sam, what's what's uh what's going on
3: next? The next thing <laughs> is a very uh, niche thing i love and i said the delisted.com comment section circa 2008
1: yes delist is a celebrity gossip website started in 2005 it was uh originally called the The delist but kathy griffin
2: was like no yeah so in 2007
1: it was changed to delister delisted Delisted, and that's what you love. So That's what what I love. What was going on in 2008 when it was officially delisted in the comments? What were you loving?
3: Well, I think the thing about 2008 was that the internet felt less toxic than it does now. Now if I see a comment section on anything – I don't click it, I don't scroll, I know it's gonna be like either bots or trolls and I can't deal with it. But like the D-list, first of all, I didn't, it was like the first time I had been exposed to celebrity gossip delivered in a snarky, funny way. So I love that. And then the comment section was like, actual people who were also funny And made funny comments to each other. And I was like, oh, man, (laughs) gee willikers, (laughs) this internet (laughs) is really great. (laughs) I love being online. And then, you know, like fast forward to now when, like, I don't even want to check my email, let alone, like, look at a comment section on the internet. It just was like a very pure time and like it felt this is so stupid but it felt like a community so i would love to give aliens that experience of the internet
2: you know what's crazy is that you can go to the archives you can go to 2008 but and it'll show you that there are comments like they'll be like this has 10 comments but if you click on it zero they've (sighs) liked it i said i want to read what sam read
3: that's so sad i couldn't That makes me so sad. I used to also really love Television Without Pity. Have you guys heard of that? It was a website where it was basically like Reddit, but TV specific. And like people would, there would, they would write summaries or recaps of the shows and then people would just talk about it. And I spent like, Literal hours of my day, just I never comment because I was always too scared, but just like reading other people talking about a show <laughs> I just watched that was like my idea of a good time. I would do it now if like the internet weren't so cursed. There was also Perez Hilton. Perez
2: Hilton had his site, still probably does, com, right? But he was really mean for a little and that was funny. And then he started going nice. And that was less funny, and then he was just annoying. And now he like harasses a bunch of kids on TikTok. I think he got banned from Ew, TikTok. He what? He yeah. like attacks them in the comments all the time and they're like, We're twelve and you're grown. I thought he'd had a baby and like retired. No, he's really, really on the well, he was banned from TikTok. TikTok banned him. But oh my he God. now trolls like the they have like TikTok tea pages and he trolls those to comment on those to be like this 15 year old oh. needs to do, like, he, he like goes off and they're all like, we are young. You are old.
3: <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I, I cannot, I only see TikToks because people I follow on Instagram post them in their stories. We don't have cannot in this house. Yeah, we don't
1: do it in this yeah, house.
3: I can't do another app. I can't like learn a new thing. Like my brain does not have room for a new application,
1: Sam, do you follow Dumois on Instagram?
3: No, because it stresses.
1: It's the trash. thought of it stresses me out. It's trash. It's like, it's like studio execs and like agents and Hollywood people basically just anonymous. Not anonymously, the uh, emails are not anonymous. <laughs> the emails are like, hey, my name's Josie F, and I work at Fox doing this. And uh, Army Hammer is about to be canceled. And then the Instagram mm-hmm. account uh, makes them anonymous. And then three weeks later, Army Hammer gets canceled. So it's like gossip <sighs> culture, kind of like what I think delisted would have been or was in 2008. Mm-hmm. But it's so unwell. It's like so, <laughs> the fascination with celebrities and, and their lives is so s- bizarre to me.
2: Well, it feels like yeah. it died down a little. It used to be like in 2008. It was 2008 nuts. to like 2000 i would say 2005 to 2011 yeah was like anything there was a certain subset of a-listers is what we call what they were called <laughs> in the culture but like mm-hmm. there was a subset of people that it was like you knew every single thing about their life and there was nothing that was left off limits and you just knew it all yeah. and everyone knew it all you couldn't hide from it like no matter mm-hmm. what Lindsay Lohan was doing, I was in tune with it. I was in step and I never cared. <laughs> yeah. But I was I was like, yeah, obviously that's where Lindsay, like she's in the Caymans this week. And I know that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we stopped doing that to that degree, I think. But I also like used to read People Magazine and don't anymore. And I'm like, does it still exist? Yeah. When I'm just above it. Or did it exist in a more powerful way that I've, or than it does now? Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I feel like magazine, like before th- before the internet, like magazines, like I could get my once a week or however often like Entertainment Weekly or People Magazine comes out and be like, okay, this is what stars are doing. But now it's <laughs> just, just like, like us. constant. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's constant <laughs> and overwhelming. And it's at the point where... And this will happen to you too, where I don't recognize the names of most of the people. And I'm like, I don't, I just got to check out because I can't, I can't follow who they're talking about. Like, I don't know.
1: I think also we're arriving at, and we'll continue to go further into this. I don't think we're going to have true superstars anymore. Like Jennifer Mm -hmm. Aniston, like, uh, you know, when people were like at their biggest, like Lindsay Lohan, uh, I don't think that's gonna exist anymore because there are people right now who have millions of followers on social media and are in like mm-hmm. five movies and no one that I know in the middle of the country knows who they are. Yeah. And As a person
3: in the middle of the country, I am a testimony yeah. to to that. And I don't know who I'm they are. like Yeah, I can't keep up with, like, who's famous and who adjacent to this famous person has also become famous. It's too much. It's too much. I miss the purity of the old days where there was just, like, a... You know, it felt like you could keep up with even, like, the fringe famous people (laughs) because there just weren't so many that were being followed all the time. The thing about Demois that makes me not me personally nervous but that makes me uneasy is that it's like it's like you know assistance and shit and now as people who like have other people who know our schedules and what we're doing and what we're working on it's like damn just don't anybody do that to could me. just <laughs> tell somebody what i'm doing or what i'm working on yeah it's I don't know, it just makes me nervous. like not me personally, like who cares what the fuck I'm doing, but like I don't want I don't want we to know yeah. I know you. The, I will text you guys what I'm doing, but the like, <laughs> your yeah, schedules. Oh yeah. <laughs> we will not be sending to Dumois. We just we just want for us. <laughs> we as But the I readers. just think like it just makes it I'm like, oh man, Army Hammer was near an assistant who's like you know who like so well, he might have asked her to remove her rib
2: <laughs> so that he could cook he's, it up a, he's, he's a bad example
3: style. he's a bad example well he it's might just have like she might
2: have not overheard it she might have had a doctor's appointment scheduled for her to remove a rib for cooking
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like who can who can anyone trust Like, I I love celeb. Like, if you take a picture of somebody, like, uh, fine. I want to hear people talk about the outfit. But then it makes me nervous. I don't know. I just get
1: nervous for people. Well, it's also, it's unfair, Sam, because, like, part of the Dumois culture or, like, this new celeb culture is, like, if I'm an assistant who works on a show you're working on or whatever. And I'm, I have a bad interaction with Sam Irby because you mm-hmm. just got horrible news and it's 8am and, it, you know, and you know, whatever. Were just fucking in a preschool. <laughs> you were just fucking in a preschool. And I've heard you. Very about tired. It. I'm going to go to one of these sites and be like, Sam Irby is a total asshole, horrible to work with. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it was a bad moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel bad for a lot of people. Russell Crowe threw a
2: phone at someone, but it was like, it was only one bad. One (laughs) phone. He was like... it's not. He could have gone to like a Verizon store and thrown so many others, and he but didn't. But he didn't
1: do that.
3: Ultimately, I do love when people like have a thing that brings them joy, and I know that a, I just read an article about the anonymous person who like runs that account, and she was just talking about how how many people like breathlessly like use it and send her stuff i'm like i do love when people are into a thing i just again i don't like if someone is taken out of context and then the story becomes this person's a piece of shit you know and we don't know the backstory
1: i don't know we have questions
3: i, just, I have too up. much
1: empathy you're too much of an empath yeah
2: <laughs> sam listen do you think- This is about you and like what you're adding to the records, but we uh-huh. did ask some people what they would add to theirs, and we just want to know if you agree or disagree Get with sort them. of an
1: expert take.
2: Yes, this is like your section of them. So like, if you don't want it on there, just let us know. Like, we don't, you know what I mean? We don't want to crowd <laughs> yeah. your stuff with these people's stuff. But the yeah. first thing um, is from Kel MCC, and it's the Lenny Kravitz dick video when Lenny Kravitz. Uh, split his pants on stage and reveal yeah. to us exactly what his penis looks like.
3: It was a cultural reset. Yes. <laughs> agree.
1: So would you put it on the records?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Would So my argument is like, I think Lenny Kravitz just as a, per, as a, as a concept goes on the records.
1: Yeah. But if
3: you don't have enough room for the whole Lenny, just little Lenny
1: <laughs> is, is good. See, if I had to pick, I would say Lenny Kravitz is one of the sexy people whose dicks I don't want to see. I would put the picture of him in the blanket scarf on the blanket scarf. The oh, another cultural <laughs> reason.
3: I'm just saying that because that's what people say all the time. Um, and you're yeah, e- I mean, but that dick picture is so good.
1: <laughs> but it. Sam's staring don't know. out a window it, right now. Is
3: that like? <laughs> is it? Is that like revenge porn or some or some kind of? No. Is it bad to show it to no. aliens? No. no, I don't know the rules. Because now. It, okay, it was then shown
2: then. So in such a moment of joy. It's
1: public domain. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no one it's gains. Public,
2: public and to because, show many people, then yes, so many people. It goes people saw you can it. on the record. Mm-hmm. You can
1: Freedom of Information Act that picture of mm-hmm. uh, when he's. Uh,
2: and we're on okay. We're talking to lawyers already. You don't have to worry <laughs> about in. the aliens. We've already cleared it with. <laughs> we have like the most really powerful lawyers. Um, okay, yeah. great. In. Okay, Lauren Reeves said plain rice with butter.
3: Um, Agree, but only if we can put salt and pepper on it. Really? It has to be plain rice.
1: With butter. I am a
3: person with uh, IBS.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank you.
3: I love a plain rice. Sometimes it's all you can have. So yeah rice with butter i like plain rice with butter
2: but to say that that's one of the things for aliens is where i kind of draw oh the line. oh yeah okay i mm. love plain rice with butter i'll have it any day of the week i like the stuff
3: but do the aliens need to know about, you know is what one no, of those they things don't. that i
2: want to define humanity by and for that i have to uh, I, uh, no i don't think no. so
3: okay now that you put it that
2: way
1: no you guys are being so sweet i like
2: rice with butter
1: I think that's so unacceptable.
2: It's not. It's, but it's so it's delicious nothing. To it's say that good. aliens
1: need it, it's Well, we've so agreed
2: nothing. that aliens don't need it, but we're saying aliens we Aliens don't it. need it, but we, we need personally it. need <laughs> it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Like a G6 by Far East
3: Movement. I don't know what that is, so no. Oh, my God. It's Evan Wooten,
2: the song Like a G6 by Far East Movement. And Evan says... It's a perfect song. Popping
0: bottles in oh. ice, like
3: a blizzard. Come on. When we drink, we do it right. Getting slizzered, sipping scissors in sip scissor. my right? Am I right?
0: Like three six. Now I'm feeling so
3: fly. Like a G6. Like a G6.
1: This song was G6. the Hot. shit when I was like 15 16? I couldn't How tell you. We?
3: I couldn't tell you, but I know I like it. Okay, lied. well, based on both of your reactions, I'm going to change to agree. <laughs> because you both just lost your fucking minds. <laughs> you were vibing. Sam? You were vibing. You were vibing? I was vibing. <laughs> I, hit, I hit the auntie shoulder dance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is a hot song. I don't think it goes on, though. I will be honest about that. <laughs> I... I <laughs> I I should have
3: recorded what you were doing. Everyone, Caleb, was dancing like he was in Zumba class. It goes in. I gave him a little bit of this. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, whatever.
2: When he says, gave him a little bit of this, he put his hands above his head and did a cyclone.
1: (laughs) Cyclone? Mm -hmm. Now that was a hot song.
2: Cyclone was a hot song.
1: (laughs) Damn. That was a good era for music. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) The era of like what, the Black
2: Eyed Peas and LMFAO? Come on, baby. We had fun. Yeah, we were having it. That's the era of music where we weren't taking music seriously. That's when people were like, that's when (laughs) adults had it right when they were like, they just don't make music like we did. Now I would be like, you don't have the right to say that. We're making good music again. But yeah. That was the period where we said, we took a little detour. Music doesn't have to be good to be
3: fun. We were like, <laughs> Fergie all the time. All yeah. Fergie. All the time. Delicious death. Mm. <laughs> Solo Fergie, black eyed P
2: Fergie. That's when we were learning Fergie. how to spell in music as adults o a
1: m O-R-O-U-S.
2: We were really learning some stuff. That was education.
1: That was hooked on phonics. We cannot continue on this rant because we need to know what else is on your record.
3: Okay, my final thing. I really wanted to capture a feeling that I want the aliens to know and have, and it is the delicious burn of an excessively carbonated gas station fountain soda. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, come on now. Absolutely. I want the carbonation turned up to a 20. I want to like gasp and choke
1: <laughs> with every sip. The scale was one to 10, by the way. And Sam wants it <laughs> at 20.
2: <laughs> it's, would you do one of those things where you put, you do like, a combo platter like would instead of one mm,
3: drink i am a purist so no. which one are we going <sighs> i mean if i'm being true to my heart it's and a we're asking you sprite mm, hell that yeah that burns the best because that burns mm-hmm. hardest. That, that burns does the burn best yeah. i yeah. love Sprite. yeah with little nugget ice yes so it doesn't get like too melty like and weird yes sonic yes ice. sonic ice <laughs> extra carbonated sprite Okay. Yes. For me. So I'm, like, I'm like getting hot and bothered about it. I yeah. would do
1: Dr. Pepper. And if they had uh, that grenadine cherry situation, I would uh-huh. pop a little bit of that in there.
2: Do they do that mm-hmm. at, the, at the G station? So Yeah.
1: Something like, like hy V <laughs> gas or something would have grenadine on the yeah, side. Yeah, you
2: go to a fancy gas station. I've, I guess I've only ever gone to nasty ass gas <laughs> i've never been like i've never
3: been putting a la carte in my soda you have it's to go to, you like, have to go to a truck stop like a quick trip and like i've been yeah, to a like trip. one of the that's like a big laid Laves. out kind of
1: yeah. I've been grocery Laves. situation loves
2: never has shit every time i've been
1: <laughs> <laughs> sam what is the like if i'm talking about my experience in missouri growing up the gas station to, like, you're going to go there to get your fountain drink before you go to a party that you're going to mix with UV blue vodka or whatever. We're going to Casey's General Store or Quick Trip. What is the gas station where you are?
3: Um. Well, I don't live where I grew up. So I'm going to say where I grew okay. up in up. Evanston, Chicago. Um. Shell. Shell. Shell was always the best gas station. That's the soft drink
1: spot. For whatever yeah. reason,
2: I can't remember the name of the gas station that we used to go to that would sell us alcohol when we were like 14.
1: And <laughs> Whoa. And, Good for them. And, Great news yeah, for them. we
2: never had any of those. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was like the go-to spot because they would be like, yeah, take a vodka. But then uh they opened like a really fancy gas station near – uh, my dad's called Waterway and people would like go there to chill like that was like the spot oh to God. hang out mm, I would and do I that I wasn't always hanging out at the Waterway <laughs> I was more of a Walgreens parking lot kind of girl
3: mm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I would Why ask my, I would ask my babysitter
2: to drop me off at the Walgreens
3: parking lot and be like I'll,
2: I'll call you when I need you your, to pick the, me up. your dad's
3: girlfriend babysitter no, or one. a different one. she baby became babysitter. a nurse
2: and then she only oh. treated me when I was in the hospital which she did. But I <laughs> but I uh no different one. Her name's Lauren. rest you know, she's alive. I was gonna say rest her well.
0: She's alive and well.
2: <laughs> I was bracing myself when you said rest, I was like, Oh no. no. She's like alive and no, well, has fuck. has four kids, okay. is doing really well, good. has has a beautiful husband. Good. I'm sitting here being good, like good, good. she rest in peace. She's alive. Same. And I feel bad about it.
1: See, <laughs> I'm. We want to ask you, is there anything that you want to plug, tell the people about? I think we're almost at the end of our time with you, which is devastating. Devastating.
3: This was a blast. I have nothing to plug. You can buy buy my books. Buy her books. Yeah. You can buy my books if you want. If you know where Henry Cavill is... (laughs)
1: Keep him far away from Sam. <laughs> She's going to get them both in a, in a cell. Yeah.
3: If you know Henry Cavill and you care about him, you're going to want to keep
2: him protected. <laughs>
1: if
3: you'd like to see me jailed, give me Henry Cavill's number. Uh, no, uh, no, just buy my books. I have a newsletter. You know, I have all the same shit everybody else has. Oh, your Nothing Substack. Special. Subscribe
1: to the Substack. Uh, it's Bitches Gotta Eat.
3: Yep, com. Iconic. It's mostly recaps of judge mathis oh i should have said but see no it's too self-serving to be like send judge mathis to the aliens but no send but it hey send it they need to <laughs> send
1: it we're including that as well yeah Great.
3: we'll talk a couple episodes a couple spicy episodes of judge mathis can fit you know right next to mission impossible
1: absolutely okay well okay. sam thank you for doing this we literally you guys are amazing well I want to be earnest with you for a second. And I know Shelby does too. We truly love you and are so happy that you are on. And thank you for doing oh, everything you I do.
3: I truly love you.
1: Yeah, Th- we really see, do love I you. See, I
3: told you I'm too
1: empathetic. <laughs> <laughs> She's crying. Sam is sobbing right I'm now. I'm
2: weeping. I'm weeping. Put this clip on social media. She's weeping. weeping. She's weeping.
1: Mike, cut <laughs> all de-moi, of this. De-moi, de-moi. <laughs> Mike, cut all of this. We cannot have Sam looking weak on the pod. Oh,
3: seriously. I want people to be terrified of me. Well, I want them to be like, you. well, if they have kids, they was will be. She terrifying, huh? <laughs> God, I shouldn't have said that, but I mean it. <laughs>
1: But at the end of the day, <laughs> fear her. It's fear her real.
0: <laughs> that was a Hidgum original.